And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen. We apologize for the delay. Uh, there were some technical difficulties here, um, but all seems to be working just fine now. Um, we've got a crazy episode ahead of you. Uh, we're already a little bit delayed, so we're going to uh, not take too much of our time here with the intro. So join me in welcoming the solo to my Chewbacca, the one and only Hod Solo. Hey, 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 how's it going, Alan? Well, it's a little crazy when technical difficulties uh, happen. But we're here. We're here now and we're ready to talk about movies and series and stuff. So much stuff to talk about. So, so much. much stuff to talk about uh, today. Um, yes, we've got we've got we've got some recapping to do. Uh, we don't have a movie of the week this week, nope. um, but we do we 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 do have um, a, a show of the week, an episode of the week. Uh, I'm kind of like, I, I'm going to be calling this segment a game of recaps is, is, sure. uh, is what I'm doing. We're going to be covering the game of Thrones, uh, final season on script to screen. Now our reviews are going to be a little delayed. Yeah, like a week. Uh, they're going to be a week delayed, but I feel like this way we get to talk about them, uh, um, as, as calmly and, uh, without worrying too much about the whole spoiler thing. Yeah. Uh, too much. So let's go ahead and jump right in here with uh, episode one of season eight entitled Winterfell. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We've got jingles and everything. We might be delayed, but we've got jingles. We got, we got it. <laughs> um, all right. So um, why don't you go ahead and, and, and start? Your, what are your thoughts on, on uh, the, the first episode, the premiere here? It's, uh, it's an episode I really enjoyed. Uh-huh. It's an episode about uh, les retrouvailles. Uh, the reunions. Reunions. Yeah. Reunions. And, uh, you know, it's been a while we haven't seen certain characters see others. For sure. Uh, John and Bran, John and Arya, Arya and the Hound, Arya and Gendry, and so on. Basically, so, Arya everyone. with everyone. <laughs> Arya and Sansa and uh, Tyrion. Tyrion. Yes. So, so very interesting. Uh, I, I like how this reminds you of certain things that have been going on in, for, for the past eight seasons. Yeah, basically. It's a kind of small recap, which, and, uh-huh. and, and you dive into back, Back into the world of Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, I had one minor issue, which were the dragons. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, we've been waiting for John to mount one of those dragons for a very long time. Okay. And I thought it would happen in a more kind of grand, uh, grandiose way. Scene. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not just let's go for a ride. Okay. Haha, on dragons, you know, like, like maybe in a battle or maybe something, you know, like something was a bit more climac- climactic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, but still, it's, it's fine. And I have to say that for me, the MVP of this uh, episode was Sam. Yes. Okay. Sam is a very underrated, possibly character in Game of Thrones, yep, actor. Yep, yep. But he was just fantastic in that scene with Daenerys and Absolutely. fantastic in that scene with John. 
Yes. And the guy has a lot of range and such a sweet, sweet guy. He, he, he's a sweet guy. So Agreed. you can't but love Sam. So, Agreed. So that's Agreed. it Agreed. in a nutshell. I, I, I'll leave the floor to you now. Okay. So, um, uh, all right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So I definitely like the reunions. I love that this episode was very, uh, uh, it felt very centered on the characters themselves, yep. which was very refreshing uh, um, for me because this is the aspect, that is the aspect of Game of Thrones that I really, really enjoy. Um, you know, the, the characters and the, the, the slight politicking. Um, mm -hmm. And there was a lot of that. I loved, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I loved seeing the North and how, occupied with the wrong thing that they were yep. almost, you know, like the whole King of the North situation with him, bend, with John bending the knee. Um, I liked the scene between Sansa and John, where yep. she's like, did you bend the knee because for the North or did you bend the knee you because her. you love her? Um, so that was very interesting. I liked all the pieces that were shifting. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so that was really nice. Um, the dragon thing didn't bother me that much. Um, I do understand 100% yep. what you meant about like giving it the moment. Um, and this felt a little brushed over almost. It was very Aladdin. I can show you the world yes, it, on yes, dragons. Very much I can show you the world on dragons. Um, the one thing that I had an issue with was, was uh, Theon and Yara's reunion. That felt really quick. That was very rushed, yeah. I was like, wait, what? So... What? Like it was that easy for him to save her? Like, yeah. Not that I'm complaining. True. Um, and I'm totally loving, uh, uh, you know, Theon's new quaff. Yeah. It was. It's very, very medieval knightsy. You know, like. Um, but yeah, um, I like all the callbacks to episode one of Game of Thrones mm -hmm. that this that this premiere had uh, with the kid climbing on top of the tree, like, and then with yeah. the uh, the ending, which for me that was. Boom, shakalaka. Mm -hmm. uh, I love uh, uh, Nikolai's face, like his facial expression, seeing Bran like, oh, crap. Oh, you know, shit. Like, yeah. Um, so that was very interesting for me. I love the scene between Sansa and Tyrion. Mm -hmm. That was a very good scene. Um, I wanted more out of the Arya and Jon reunion. A little more. Mm -hmm. um, but it was still a, 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 be a beautiful scene to watch. Uh, Cersei's stuff confused me. Um, stop trying to make elephants happen. <laughs> Obviously they're not happening. Um, and I feel like that's a budgetary issue. Why there aren't any elephants. Perhaps. Um, but I mean, overall, I liked the premiere. I liked the, the, the pieces that were set. Yep. Um, and yes, the scene between, uh, John Bradley and Kit Her um, Harrington, Harrington, Kit Harrington. Um, I don't know why I forgot his last name for a second. That's no. <laughs> uh, yeah. That scene between them is so, Super well acted. It's so well acted. It's so yeah. uh, perfectly written, I think, as well. You know, like I, I love, you know, like I'm not talking about King of the North. I'm talking about the King King of the Bloody Seven Kingdoms, yeah. you know, like that. That was like, it's a good scene. And I like the way that Kit portrayed it as well. I like that he, it was like this moment of confusion at first. And then it was like, you know, Sam, you're crazy. And then it was, and then it was like, could this be real? And then it's like, oh no, this is betraying the love of my life. And is it, she going to bend the knee for him? Would right, she do that? Right. And yeah. I love that, that Sam throws out that line. Like, would she do the same for you? Like, would she do the same for her people? And I feel like that is one of the things that we're going to be seeing later mm -hmm. on this season is this massive clash between Targaryen queen and Targaryen king. Yep. 
Uncle or and Stargarian King. Uncle and, and uh, aunt and niece. Uh, aunt and uncle. Uh, aunt and nephew. A nephew. Crap. Oh what is we, the matter with What is with wrong us? with us? All right. By the way, uh, what's his name? Euron Greyjoy? That's, yeah. That's, Totally the next Wolverine. He could pull it oh, off. Oh, he could so pull it I, off. I, I, every scene he was in, I was like, okay, he could be a Wolverine. Yeah, he could. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a very good premiere. It's a satisfying first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, definitely builds up uh, the right pieces um, for the uncoming storm. Yep. And the right humor. Right, they're just like right. pinches. I feel like they're giving us the humor now because there's a ton of hardship that we're going to be facing in the next couple of episodes. There's, there will be blood. There will be blood indeed. Um, a trailer dropped uh, later, uh, earlier this week. Actually, earlier... A couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's the teaser trailer. Finally... The teaser trailer for the one and only Star Wars episode nine. nine. The Rise of Skywalker. Um, super cool title. Very, I don't know. I'm cool. I'm super pumped about the title. But before we jump in with our speculation theories and more, here we go. The Star Wars episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker trailer. Okay. All right. That was not bad. Actually. Where do where do we begin with this? First off, props for whoever decided to use Leia's theme as the freaking trailer music, because that is dope as all hell. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, the, Star Wars is back, baby. Very goosebumpish uh, yeah. music. Very, chill, very look, chill very, inducing. Very goosebumpish trailer. Yes. Chill inducing. Yeah. Um, tear jerking, all excitement engaging, um, trailer. And, and without giving you too much. <laughs> giving you nothing is what just, they did. Just like, well, they gave you a few, few things left and right. Yeah. Yeah. But you I know, mean like. Start the speculation and all the theories and so on. Right. But, uh. A thousand, uh, you know, generations live within you now. Yeah. So what's that all what's about? What's that all about? Um, whose medallion is that that Leia has in her hands? Um, is it, is it, is it, maybe it's Chewie's. Uh, the missing, the, the missing medallion mm. could be the missing medallion. Indeed. <laughs> that would be, that'd be funny. Though. That would be a funny moment. It's, I wouldn't put it past JJ to be like, you finally deserve this Chewie. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, so so like, okay, so let let's break it down. The first sequence is actually very 
intense. Uh, the first kind of like shots that we see, we see Ray on on a desert planet. We don't know what planet that is. Um, we hear a, 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 um, a, a TIE fighter coming. Um, Ray gets into weird fighting position, turns on her lightsaber, ignites it, uh, then starts hauling ass in the opposite direction. Uh, you get a shot that it might be Kylo, although I don't, you know, again, I don't think so. It's it's very tricksy, trailery type edits here. Um, and then Ray does a whole flippity flippity over the TIE fighter. And at that moment, my jaw hit the floor and I was like, there you go. You know, like Jedi powers are back. Um, uh, you know, we haven't seen a force jump in a really long time, uh, especially not one that looks kind of matrixy. Um, yeah. well, she does have the higher ground. Hey, good one. Um, and then we see a ship flying into what seems like a new planet at night. It's very like uh, mountainous kind of range with like lights. And that's the next sequence after the This Christmas. I, 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 can't, I, I watched this two weeks ago, so. All right. I, so then you yeah. see that. And then you see. Um, I, uh, and then after that, hang on. All right, let's let's pull this up. I don't want to hear it, but I do want to see it uh, just so that we we know uh, shot by shot, because I, I, I do want to kind of analyze this as we, as we go along. Um, in the meantime, uh, you know, you can you can jump right in here. I can jump right in here. Look, I think uh, I, I've been a defender of Star Wars for a long time. In uh, a galaxy far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away. I, I enjoyed The Force Awakens. I enjoyed uh, the... Uh, Wow. Uh, the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi. Okay. I didn't have a problem with it. I know a lot of people did. I know a lot of people are going to have problems with this. I think at the end of the day, let's enjoy the movies and the people who want to nag can nag and the people who want to enjoy this can enjoy this. And Amen, that's, brother. That's it. So the I'm, first sequence on yeah. the sand takes around a minute, 15 seconds, yeah. which is the majority of the trailer, basically. Then you do get this like mountainous range with a light, with a, with a you know, with a ship flying past then you get one of my favorite two shots in the whole trailer. Kylo Ren being a total badass yeah, um, with his saber. And, and I like seeing the, this hand-to-hand combat type thing. And you see a whole bunch of different stormtroopers with him, which is kind of baller. Not going to lie. I almost feel like this is him fighting against the Knights of Ren, possibly. Maybe. Um, then you see... Kylo Ren's mask getting uh, melded it's, together yeah. again. Uh, if you notice, though, it's not Kylo's hands because whoever is fixing them seems to have fur. Could be Gendry. <laughs> Could be. Um, and then you see a shot of uh, Poe being all Indiana Poe Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see uh, uh, Finn with hair, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, who, and, and I think he has raised staff. If you notice off to the side, he seems to be holding Ray's staff. Yeah. Then you see BB-8 and a new... Weird, There's a new droid, yeah. Weirdo-looking droid. Um, um, then you get Chewie and Lando. I love that shot. And then you get Lando going, ha, ha, ha. And then it goes into light speed. Um, then you get the saga comes to an end. Again, with them trying to convince us. I'm not convinced. Um, and then you get a, a really cool action shot of... Uh, a ship that see that kind of reminisces back to the ship that they were on in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. the ship that they kind of escape yeah, yeah, yeah. on, with a bunch of stormtroopers like swooshing past, shooting at them, and it's C three PO, Finn, and Poe. Um, 
Then you get more uh, uh, ships getting blown to bits. Then you get Leia with with the the metal. Then you get Leia hugging Ray, which is oh my god. And then the next shot over is Ray crying, which I don't understand this. And then you get a shot of Chewie, BB-8, New Droid, C-3PO, Ray, Finn, and Poe looking at something and then it switches over and you get an over shoulder shot and it's the death star which is all like broken to pieces Mm -hmm. and then you hear luke say nobody's ever really gone and then cut to black and you hear the biggest jaw-dropping moment in the entire trailer palpatine's freaking laugh yeah and then you get title which is uh the rise of skywalker so that's basically shot by shot breakdown it's a good pretty good breakdown thank you um, so yeah, what, what, what are we thinking here? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, 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 I've not wanted to read a lot yeah, and, know. and you know that, but if I had to, like, I have a few like ideas left and right. Uh, so do I, I mean, could Ray be a Skywalker, but that would be very, I hope that that's in, I, in your face. Yeah. And I really hope that that's not the path that JJ takes, yeah. um, to, you know, because this is, this would be him trying to unite fans again and trying to make something relevant. And I feel like you can still make it something relevant without it being that like you can, um, you can make it relevant, uh, to the Skywalker legacy without it having to deal with Ray being a Skywalker. Yeah. Could the Skywalker be Kylo? It, I'm not opposed. I'm is, not opposed to I mean, that. If you think about it, he is half a Skywalker. I'm not opposed to that. There was a a, um, a theory floating around, and I know you're like um, against the theories, but it's not. It's it's too far. Fa- I don't. I don't even know if it's if it's if it could be something that is that is legit real. Apparently, in one of the books, yeah. um, in one of the extended universe books, uh, the term uh, a Skywalker is actually not a last name, but it is what they called. Very, very good pilots um, that could literally fly as if they're skimming the sky or something along those lines that they could use their force powers to be really good flyers and whatnot. And they were called skywalkers. Because they walk on the sky. Right. So, which hasn't, I mean, and this relates to the movies in no way, shape or form. However, if JJ were to, make a new Jedi order that doesn't necessarily have the word Jedi in it, but instead has the word Skywalker. Mm -hmm. That could be interesting for me because it would be like the rise of Skywalker, which is like the new age of this new generation of Jedi that are Skywalkers. So it's like, we're all Skywalkers in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it falls into that whole idea that the last Jedi tried setting up, which is, and nobody can be a somebody. So, and nobody can be a Skywalker, essentially. Perhaps, perhaps. I don't know. That that would be my take on it. I don't know. There, again, there, there are also possibilities, which, which have been in the book, that Han and Leia have twins. Maybe uh, Kylo and uh, Rey are, are, are related. Maybe they're brother and sister. I don't know. There's just so much so, so much possibility. Right. Agreed. But, 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 then, but then again, as, as I said before, I do want people to just enjoy enjoy yes, it yes. and stop overanalyzing and overthinking and over calculating and so there's a lot of like talk online for, well from what i've briefly read about palpatine's laugh in the end uh 
Is it right to have Palpatine back? Of course it's this? right. Uh, does it outdo what Vader did in Return of the Jedi? No, uh, it does. Uh, does it, like his redemption arc? Right. There's just so, so much. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, backing up. Right, right, these right. Points. I'm just like raising a few things I read. But what I want is people to just stop, again, overanalyzing and over dissecting every single detail and and being so toxic and negative because again there there, there seems to be a, a toxic environment yes. yet again yes and we've talked about this time and time on the show yep star wars is a universe that's for everyone and you have the right to have your opinion just don't be a douchebag yes just don't be agreed 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 100 percent. and wait till the movie comes out 100 then and, and and then have your little outbursts. I mean, but, there were there were. But, but if people are going to go in with a negative mindset, oh yeah, they're going to hate it immediately. Already, yeah. Then then kaput, finito. The, the, don't even watch the movie. People still have this. It started out a bit with the Force Awakens, which because it was a copy of a New Hope, right? And then with uh, uh, Last Jedi, even more toxicity, right? And with and it's like a snow, snowball effect, right? Right. And right. just stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. People just. I mean, yeah. I, that's, and, that's, that's what I take from, from, from this whole, if you want experience, I loved the trailer. I enjoyed it. I had no oh preconceptions God, yeah. or anything. As you know, I haven't read or seen anything in a long time. I was very happy. So yeah, yeah. here's, here's, okay. So here, here's a few things in response to what you were saying. Uh, for those people that, that are bothered by the laugh, Palpatine's laugh, um, and, uh, you know, proclaiming that does this, um, does this undo, uh, uh, Vader's redemption. Um, uh, Disney's not the first person to bring back Palpatine, guys. Uh, Palpatine came back in uh, a bunch of the video games. Uh, Palpatine came back in in some of the books. Uh, you know, the spirit of Palpatine lived on. Uh, no, you know, uh, just because Palpatine is back, that does not undo his redemption. It's not about killing Palpatine. Vader's redemption wasn't about killing Palpatine. It was about saving Luke. That is Vader's redemption. Um, uh, you know, it wasn't in the fact that he killed Palpatine. It was in the fact that he decided to switch back to the light side. It was, it was about him saving his son from Palpatine. That is Vader's redemption. Vader's redemption isn't killing Palpatine. That is, I, I mean, I, no. I don't, I don't see it that way. I've never seen it that way. It is Vader's act in sacrifice. He sacrificed himself to save his son. That is his redemption, not Palpatine no. falling down a, a, a shaft. And by the way, for any of you that are like absolutely shocked by this, go back and watch the prequels where Palpatine literally tells Anakin that he knows how to defeat yeah. death. I mean, there you go. Um, it's part of the lore. It's part of the mythology and nothing will unite nine films better than the main freaking villain of Star Wars, which is Emperor Palpatine. That, I mean... Perfect. And for the people saying that this totally like makes Snoke pointless, we don't know that yet. We haven't seen yes. nine. We don't know what Snoke was or is or anything. So take a chill pill. Let's wait for the movie to come out before we start barking uh, uh, for no reason. I agree. And let's celebrate our love of Star Wars. Um, because there were some, I mean, I saw it and you know that I was critical of, of Last Jedi, uh, you know, on and off because I've, I've backed, uh, I've fallen back in love with it. But 
Um, I was very nervous about this trailer because I didn't know how this was, you know, what was going to be, the, you know, what was going to happen. Um, and I saw the trailer and I got goosebumps and I even got teary eyed when I saw, uh, you know, Leia hugging, hugging Ray. I was like, oh, this is so, this is so amazing. Um, and yet there were, you were right. There were still people that were like, oh, this is clickbait. Oh, this is blah, 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 blah. Get over yourselves. You know, stop hating just to hate. You know, there, there's a difference between being critical and being stupidly hateful or blindly hateful. You being blindly hateful is the same thing as people being blindly faithful. It's the same thing, just a different point of the spectrum. So get over yourselves. Let's love Star Wars. I cannot wait for episode nine. Uh, it's going to be dope. Yep. It's going to be dope. Hey, screeners. This is Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead and Avengers. You're listening to Script to Screen. Hey, my man, Ross, my man, Ross, my God, my man. <laughs> All right. Okay. So two weeks ago, um, two weeks ago, yeah, yeah, two weeks ago, we had the great honor. Uh, and I mean the, the greatest, greatest honor of being, um, ambassadors at the one and only, um, MEFCC. The Middle East Film and Comic-Con 2019. Yep. Script to Screen was official ambassadors there. I was there for the entirety of the three days. It was one heck of a dope experience. Um, it was such an amazing experience. Um, so many cool people, so much fun, so many different um uh, you know, artists and stands and all that stuff. The celebrity panels were dope. Um, and, and we're not going to spoil everything today. Like I, I don't want to, you know, use up all of our MEFCC talk or conversation today. I kind of want to hold some stuff back and kind of like, uh, you know, throw it here and there every once in a while, we'll go back and, and, you know, we'll revisit one of those, uh, one of those panels or one of those conversations. Um, Today, however, I do want to spoil our biggest one. Um, so I had the pleasure of meeting, again, Ross Marquand, uh, who is uh, one of the actors on The Walking Dead. He also is a very talented impressionist. Yeah. Um, he is also Red Skull in Avengers Infinity War. Um, and... What makes him even more special than all that is how humble and down to earth and kind uh, uh, this man is. Um, he took 10 minutes of his time while at Comic-Con to sit and talk with me. Um, and uh, so I've got I have one of the snippets. Um, I don't have everything. I have just the, the first part of the conversation. And then after that, uh, there is a part in his celebrity panel where I asked him a question um, and then he responded. So let's go ahead and listen to those and then we'll kind of jump yeah. back in and, and talk kind of a little bit more about about Comic-Con. We're recording. We're live. All right, cool. Um, so... This is obviously, it's like day three of this. Oh, yeah, you've, had, you've had fun. I'm a veteran now. <laughs> you've yeah, had fun. Great time. Um, honestly, like out of out of everybody, you seem to be having the most, you and Zach seem to be having the most fun at this thing. I agree with you, yeah. So your experience so far, you've done, obviously you've done The Walking Dead, you've done, you've had that one day shoot on, on Infinity War. Mm -hmm. um, but you kind of mentioned earlier that you like, you it took you a while to get to this point like you yeah. were dead broke and all that stuff and i think for you know from someone both hot and i are like artists we love we love film we love this industry and it's kind of like refreshing to hear somebody who 
had to um, like fight tooth and nail to get to that point. Um, so what what was that experience like for you? You know, um, yeah, I, I think I think I I appreciate it a lot more than I think if I if I, I'm, I at times I've been kind of sad that it didn't happen earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few you know, jobs that I almost booked when I was in my early to mid twenties that if I booked this, well, maybe I might, I would have been further in my career, but that's life. You never know where it's going to go or you never know how it's supposed to look, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that it took me this long, even though there were very many nights where I was literally, uh, ill because I wasn't eating food. Uh, there were, there were nights where were there I there any thought, moments where you thought like, is this even worth it? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I gave up acting a month before I got the show. Whoa. And, that's insane. You know, I don't know what the, the moral of that story is because it's certainly not never give up because I yeah. give up. Um, but I think it's just, it's just a funny yeah. thing that you don't, you, you can think you have an idea of what your life's supposed to look like. Mm. But once you actually let life be a thing that's, you know, totally um, just random and you and you let it be what it's supposed to be, that's when the good stuff happens. Yeah. I think that I was trying so hard to control every moment, control every uh, interaction and control, like, you know, every opportunity that came my way. And that's not the way life works. You have to afford a degree of uh, flexibility. And... Um, I'm, I'm really, really, really grateful that this all worked out, but I also am aware that this could end tomorrow. Disappear. And it's time. okay. Yeah. You just have to enjoy those moments when, when they're there. You kind of said that The Walking Dead is a very, like, tough show to be on as far as, like, emotionally, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And you've been, you've been on the show for... Five years. Five, five, five years seasons, already, yeah. yeah. So, um, this question was kind of asked yesterday at the, at the celebrity, like, the full celebrity panel, but, like, you, you had mentioned that when you checked out of you know the to kind of unwind you know you said prayer meditation mm-hmm. those are key to you very key yeah? yeah yeah because i mean this is this is all very overwhelming for someone who i have anxiety and i you know have suffered with you know uh, mental health stuff over the years but mm-hmm. like this world that we're in you know the convention world and, and obviously just just being recognized um i'm a very private guy mm-hmm. so to be spotted literally all over the planet and for people to, you know, run up and want to interact with you. Um, that for me, initially at least is kind of jarring and it, okay. makes, and it makes me kind of, uh, anxious, you know, okay. but if I don't center myself through prayer and meditation on a daily basis and usually oh, it's a daily, thing. Oh, multiple daily times a day, oh, yeah, I mean, wow. two, okay. at least two times a day, sometimes three Wow. Okay. morning, right before I go to bed and if I really need it right in the middle of the day around lunchtime if I'm having a really rough time uh, because I think it's it's so essential to um, <laughs> it's so essential to um, uh, keep keep your, your your mental health in check yeah yeah. as, as an artist some, again as an actor I think when you have to embody all these different characters all the time it's like you don't want to lose parts of yourself I guess that too right yeah well also I think the nature of what we do in, in the you know convention world and everything, it can be overwhelming because you're traveling all the time, uh, you're not getting a lot of sleep, you're jet lagged, ninety nine percent of the time, and uh, especially because you know right now I'm I'm at a convention that's that's twelve hours yeah. essentially behind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or in front of rather front where of, I just yeah. came from and you know I got a sixteen hour flight in the morning and it's just it just it just you know it never ends. Cool. I love it. Yeah. But it does take a toll on your your your, bi- your mind and body, and if you're not taking care of that, you can you can very easily get ill. 
All right. So that's that's a little bit of the conversation that that uh, Ross Marquand and I had. Um, yeah, you could hear people watching the trailer, the Star Wars <laughs> yeah. trailer in the background. Um, I tried moving the mic as much as I could, but it, I mean, it <laughs> picked it up and, and they were really geeking out, which in, in, at one point in the conversation, you hear them kind of laugh. And it's been, yeah. that's because I was like, I, you know, like what, I don't What's know happening? what to do, right. you know, like, I don't know what to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's had a very interesting life. Like I, I, um, you know, he, he's someone who struggles with anxiety, uh, which is very interesting considering he's on mm-hmm. a show that's that's so like emotionally wrecking. It is, yeah, it is. Uh, um, it is quite a show. Like emotionally, it is a yeah. roller coaster, definitely. Um, and then he said that he was like literally broke. Uh, uh, I, I I believe in the panel he said that he was in debt. So like he was like in a very 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 bad place right before he got The Walking Dead, and he was about to give up. You know, um, he, he, he said he gave up. Like, yeah, like, yeah, a month yeah, yeah. Before he that. gave up a month before that. Um, so it was very very interesting. Seeing someone who is so like loved and cherished by fans and and whatever, um, really lay it bare, um, you know, and and show that you know we're all vulnerable, we're all struggling in in one way or another, and I kind I kind of yeah. like that part of the conversation. Yeah, and and you know I think I've told you this even before you met him. He's an all around nice guy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can see totally. that in interviews and totally. And he he he's cool. He's really cool. And, and every time you'd like, because I, I was able to go, so every time you would like text me and something about Ross, I'd be like, you know, you can feel that. He, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Yeah, he's cool. He's nice. Yeah, he's sweetheart. So yeah. All right. So here's a question I asked him at the panel. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty yeah, dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and and then when I went to get, because he gave us autographs yeah. as well. Um, and when I when I went to get the autograph, he was like, uh, you know, he recognized me immediately because the yeah. autographs was after the panel, and he was like, 
Hod Solo, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Um, so he ended up, and that's how he signed. Yeah, yeah. That's how cool. he signed it. He signed it Hod Solo. Nice. He's like, do you want me to sign it Hod Solo or his actual name? And I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Nah, just put Hod Solo yeah, down there. Just sense. do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful that he that he took the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ross, if you're listening, we'll love you here on Script to Screen. Yeah, on behalf, I know I wasn't there, but thank you for 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 granting us that time and that interview. Yeah. So so generous of you. So so humble yeah and we need more people like you yeah we'd love to have you actually on the show oh, at that one would be point awesome. i think that would be super freaking cool um so again yeah so i mean overall like i said uh zachary levi's panel was really nice yep. he cried which is not shocking uh if you've seen anything relating to zachary levi lately he's just crying everywhere which is amazing i mean i love a, i love a guy who can show emotion yeah. i'm not opposed to good, that good crying not yeah, bad crying, yeah people. good crying um uh, uh, Tara Strong was super cool. Uh, she would do some of her voices right there and then. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know she did Timmy Turner. I had no idea that she does the voice of Timmy Turner okay. or Ben 10 okay. or some of the Rugrats. Like, I had no clue okay. that she's like that. I mean, so that was awesome. I mean, I knew that she did Raven's voice. I knew that she did from Teen Titans. Uh, and then I know she does, she does, um, um, Powerpuff Girls or something bubbles in the Powerpuff Girls. And she does Harley Quinn in the Arkham, oh, cool. uh, Ar Ar Arkham games. Cool. Um, but I didn't know, I, I had no idea how much she actually does. I mean, my little pony. Oh, she was actually, um, she was in, do you know that adult comedy show? It's really old. It's called drawn together. No. Uh, she did two voices in that. Um, okay. but yeah, so, I mean, super cool. Uh, Katie Cassidy was a sweetheart. Yep. Um, she signed my arrow, uh, DVD, yep. um, got to talk to her as well. Um, you know, you and Rowan was there from game of Thrones. I got to ask him a question in the full celebrity panel, which I'll, I'll share the yep. answer to that question. Um, which everybody loved by the way. Uh, they were like, Oh, good question. Good question. <laughs> um, Benedict Wong is such a goofball. <laughs> like he is such a goofball. He like walked out on stage at one point looking backwards. Like he walked up and he's like, and then he turned around and he's like, oh, there you guys are. Like <laughs> literally a goofball. Um, I have a few things from his, from his panel as well. Overall, a great experience. Can't wait for you to join me next year. Next year. Cause be. um, you know, who knows? We might be, we might be doing a lot more next year uh, as far as script to screen goes. Amen. Amen to that. Box office update. Ba -da -da -da. Still has no jingle. <laughs> We're gonna record a jingle. Like one of <laughs> we have to do it. We have to do it. I mean, Game of Thrones re I mean, Game of Recaps has a jingle. This yeah. needs to have a jingle. All right. So we jump right in here with um the box office for this week. Um kind of depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So here we go with uh, number five, uh, Hellboy, the remake. Um, uh, this is its first week with 2,633 entries. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Moving right along. Because I had the chance to watch it. You weren't here. And no, but see, I was this close to watching it at Comic-Con. And then I asked you and you're like, go find something better to do. I tore it to shreds. <laughs> I'm ready this mean. I you really literally give. told me to move, you yeah. know, like you're like, Alan, you're at Comic-Con, do something else. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, do not waste your time. 
Sorry, sorry, Hellboy people. Uh, at number four, you've got Dumbo that's been out for three weeks. Uh, this week, uh, it gathered 3,431 entries with a grand total of 20,339. Yes, indeed. Uh, in at number two is that weird after movie. Yeah, that romantic teen. That fan fiction thing. Yeah, because do you know the story behind this? It like started out no. as a fan fiction. This young girl wrote a fan fiction about her and Harry Styles. Okay. And this is what it's become. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. In at number three is after with 4,974 entries. That's way too many people. Yeah. And in at number two, uh, one of our favorite movies, I yes. think, this year so far, uh, Shazam, Shazam with Mr. Zachary Levi. Love you, Levi. Uh, so like in the first week, it got around 12,000 entries. Uh, this week, it's gotten 6,537 with a grand total of 18,829 entries within for two weeks. So Say the magic job. word, job, baby. Shazam. Say the magic word. Yeah. And at number one, even more depressing, is one hour and a half and five minutes, which is It's a sequel. <laughs> right. It's a sequel to an hour and a half, which came out last year. Uh, last year? Yeah, year, yeah last, last year. Last year or the year before. But yep. yeah. uh, this is its second week, and it's garnered 7,096 entries this week with a total run of 15,158. Yep. Box office update. The end. <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, not not that very exciting box office. No, not at all. Uh I think things are about to get interesting though. Uh yeah. Yeah, we're in the end game now. We are in the end game. <laughs> um I mean, yeah, but with with a Lebanese movie out there really, do you think end game will beat it? I do think so. Let's hope so. If you're talking about say I know, no, it's already been been out for 2 weeks. It already decreased Oh yeah, uh, that's numbers. True. It's not. That's it doesn't true. have huge, massive numbers. You're right. Uh, I doubt. I no. I'm even willing to bet on it that next week, Infinity War will be at number one. Keeping in mind, also now it's Easter holiday. True. So more people, uh, more students are available to go to the movie theaters, and they're going to go watch because I know, like on my DMs, yeah. because I have a competition for for tickets. Yeah, me too. And I've had. I think over 35, oh 40 DMs. Shush, man. Please People let me like win. Begging. And it's, it's like, tough because it's guys, random. You know, it's like totally random. Guys, uh, do not sell your soul. It's just a movie. Well, it's endgame. <laughs> I, mean, I, I sit and wonder because I put myself in their like shoes and I. Oh, I would beg, beg borrow, and steal yeah, if I yeah, have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know. We're in the end game now. We're in the end game. And, and at, if you guys want to have a drinking game uh, regarding script to screen, just drink every time one of us drops the we're in the end game now line. <laughs> we, we've been dropping it a lot. Yeah, I, think, I yeah, feel like lately. True. Um, so, yeah. So this is the uh, box office for this week. Coming out next week is end game. Uh, yeah. Anything else of important? Not really. I don't think so. I think this is the biggest thing. Uh, I almost feel like all other studios went, nope, not this week. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think it's kind of suicide in terms of a movie, unless it's a very different genre, yeah. like a biopic and low budget, and then, then it'll do what it yeah, does. Yeah, you probably. Know? Well, like good probably. second place, but uh, so excited about Endgame. I've, I've, I haven't been sleeping for a while. I've been thinking about it a lot. It's crazy. Wow, it's, it's crazy. that's like, that's hardcore. It's very hardcore. 
I feel like I'll be like this the moment we get closer to December of 2019. Oh, I'll be, I, I, it's baby steps, you know, like right now, you know, you live for Endgame. And then yeah. when that's over, I think I live for Star Wars. There's nothing yeah. like that. There's no like massive movie no, I want to watch. No. I mean, month. there are some that I'm excited to see, but exactly. like nothing yeah, yeah. as like, oh my God, yeah. as, uh, as, uh, because again, it's, Star it's Wars. as we said before in the, on the show, it's the end of certain yeah, series. So and, many different things. And Game of Thrones is ending. Yeah. Phase four is ending. Star Wars, the Skywalker saga is ending. So many endings. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of like what you said earlier today. I really hope nobody dies in Game of Thrones. So that way it's not like I'm mourning 10,000 different it's, franchises it's, at the same time. It's going to be a tough week, people. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough week considering episode two of Game of Thrones is like the, the lead up to the battle of, of Winterfell. I'm guessing, um, uh, you know, this is just speculation and, and theorizing. I'm not hundred percent sure, but you know, considering nobody died in episode one, it's really now down to five more episodes. It's a matter there's like, people are going to same amount of people yeah, with people less amount gonna, of series. Right. People are just going to start dropping Episodes now. Like, you know, yeah. like people are going to start dropping. If not, I mean, I would, I would hope that they would kind of drop them a little bit at a time and not like have a one episode where like seven of them die. Holy. And you're like, oh no, God. You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be painful this season. It's, it's going to be a depressing two months. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh yeah. That's it. That's right. That's right. Two months. It's like of, approximately. Approximately. Less, like a month months, and a half. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll move on and, and find other things to watch in the meantime while waiting for the prequel series. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure they're, well, I, I'm looking forward to, to Watchmen, so. Oh, yeah. Is that this year? I think this year. I think so. There was oh, a, yeah. Fall of this year. Yeah, there was fall a of this teaser year. like yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. 10 second, whatever. Fall of this year. You are correct in that, sir. You are correct in that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks uh, ahead. Uh, we are back uh, to normal. Um, yeah. um, you know, no more, no more, no more Comic-Con, no more travels. Um, we're back. We're here. Uh, uh, and, and we plan on staying and growing the show. Um, you know, uh, summers is right ahead. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We've got a lot of, as always, we've got a lot of plans for script to screen yeah. and, um, you know, nothing excites us more than knowing that we are, uh, slowly growing the show. Yeah. And just quickly, let's let's wish everyone a happy Easter. Yes, happy Easter happy to everybody Easter. who celebrates Easter. Easter this week, because there's Easter this week and next week. Right, with the Greek Orthodox yep. uh, next week. Um, so yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, eat lots of chocolate, people. And, and, chocolate, uh, eggs and crack a lot of eggs. Yep, yep. <laughs> on that note, here we go. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Alan Mahana for me on Instagram and... And I'm had.solo on Instagram. You can also check out our website at scriptoscreenpod.com for all things relating to us, yeah. basically. You can listen to us on YouTube, on Facebook. We put the episodes there every every week, so... We're going to do a, a big Facebook revamping coming yeah. uh, coming up soon, um, including website. There, you know, we, are, we have the ability to do blogs now on our website, so we're going to be adding more content on the website as well. So make sure you're checking that out. We've got a few guests lined up um, that we want to have on the show. So hopefully we'll have them on the show soon. Um, so, yeah, basically, that's it. We love you. Stop being toxic and love movies. Yeah, love each other, man. Exactly. Love the people, dudes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, finally, another shout out to Razumar Crown. We love you so much, yeah, dude. Yeah, seriously. We want you on the show, man. We Come do. on. Let's, let's, try to, let's try to do this. 2019. 2019, Razumar Crown on script to screen. All right, guys. We're out of here. Love you.